and I'm not crazy. I felt as though if I didn't do this, I wouldn't be safe and I would be crazy. I have no idea what will happen next. I'm in a small holiday inn 180 miles from home. I have a view of the pool. Beside me I have a turquoise journal, tooled leather, held closed by a thin black strap wrapped around a silver button. I bought it the day before I left. Normally that kind of thing would not appeal to me, but it seemed I had to have it. I opened it, looked at the unlined pages, closed it back up and bought it. It was far too expensive, forty dollars. But it seemed to me to be capable of giving me something I'd paid more for. I thought, I'm going to buy this journal and then I'm going to run away. And that's what I did. I don't mean this to be against you. I don't mean any of it to be against you, or even about you. I've felt for so long like I'm drowning. And we're so fixed in our ways, I couldn't begin to tell you all that's happened inside me. It was like this. I would be standing over you, pouring your coffee, and looking down at your thinning hair, and I would be loving you, Martin. But I would feel as though I were on a ship, pulling away from the shore. As though the fact of your sitting there in your usual spot with cornflakes and orange juice was the most fantastic science fiction. I would put the coffee pot back on the warmer and sit opposite you and talk about what was in the newspaper, and inside me would be a howling so fierce I couldn't believe the sounds weren't coming out of my eyes, out of my ears, from beneath my fingernails. I couldn't believe we weren't both astonished made breathless at this sudden excess in me, this unmanageable mess. There were a couple of times I tried to start telling you about it, but I couldn't do it. There were no words, as even now there are not. Not really. I'll call Ruthie. I'll tell her. You can tell everyone else anything you want. I mean this kindly, Martin. I'll write to you often. I don't want to talk. Please. Well, you know, I write that word please, and I don't have any idea what to say after it. But please. And can you believe this? I love you. Nan. I think the last time I had a diary, I was eleven years old. At the top of every page, I would say what we had for dinner. That was the most interesting part. I thought filthy was filthy. Todd Lundgren is filthy, I wrote, because I saw him at a party putting his hands up Maria Gonzalez's skirt. She was wearing nylons, and her garters were sticking out because her skirt was pushed up so high. Well, this is probably not what I should say. But why not? I know a woman who tapes pictures in her diary, presses flowers in it. She has the clipping from when John Lennon was shot. Well, she says, it's mine, for me, for whatever I want. I bought this black pen for you. I feel shy saying this, as though we were friends too new to exchange anything without it being too important.
I have a picture to give you, too. Here's a forties photograph of a woman that I found in last Sunday's paper. She's seated on the grass, wearing a suit and a hat, her purse centered in her lap. She's smiling, but her eyes ache. And behind her, I know this, her hands are clenched. She can't relax. She's forgotten the grass. I kept staring at her, thinking, this is me. Checking my purse three times for keys before I leave the house. Stacking mail in order of the size of the envelopes. Answering the phone every single time it rings. Writing paper towels on the grocery list the second after I use the last one. I, too, have forgotten the grass. But I used to do one-handed cartwheels and then collapse into it for the fine sight of the blades close up. And there was no sense of any kind of...